Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into, are you the one that left? Are you the one that took the decision to leave your relationship? It was your choice. Now, that can happen for lots of reasons. Maybe your relationship fizzled out. My client, Anne, said that one night she was sitting watching Gogglebox with her ex and she laughed out loud at something she found really funny. But her ex just stared into space, didn't find it funny. And she said it was that very strange moment that made her realize that they really didn't have anything in common anymore now that the kids had left home. They'd grown apart. So she made the decision to leave. Now, in that relationship, over time, they just grew apart. But maybe you've made the decision to leave because it was almost like you were pushed into it. Maybe you felt you had no other choice. Maybe you felt that you have been betrayed, but not by infidelity, not by your partner actually cheating on you, but another form of betrayal. Like, for example, my client Gemma. Now, her husband had run up an enormous, enormous debt, unbeknownst to her, which meant that they had actually lost their home. She didn't know it was coming. And then all of a sudden it started to happen. The cracks started to show in the financial situation. And before she knew it, they'd had to sell the house and move out. A few months later, her husband was declared bankrupt and she really had to step in and save the family. So she put her money into things. She plugged some holes that she didn't even know existed before the house was gone. So it was all hidden from her. Her husband had kept it a secret. His argument was that he didn't want to stress her out, but she felt very betrayed. She felt they were a team. They'd always been very close. And yet all this was going on behind her back. And obviously that raised doubts of what else had been going on. Plus she'd had to go to her parents to ask for money and it had put so much pressure on the relationship. She really felt it was broken beyond repair. She couldn't trust him anymore. and. Without that trust, Gemma felt that there was no point carrying on. So she took the decision to leave her partner and he was devastated. Another client of mine, Mags, told me about her partner. And over the years, he'd started drinking more and more and he'd become an alcoholic. Now, he was absolutely lovely when he wasn't drinking and she loved him very, very much. But the sad fact was, as the years had gone on, he'd started to get more and more aggressive towards her after he'd been drinking. The next day, he would always apologize and say he was sorry. He couldn't remember a lot of it. And he promised to get help. But sadly, the help made no difference. He always returned to drinking. And she felt she had compromised and compromised and even made big sacrifices in her life to stay with him, which meant that actually 
she wasn't happy anymore. She wasn't happy with who she'd become. She wasn't happy with the state of her marriage. And whilst the good times when he was sober were really good, the bad times were too bad to stay anymore. So Mags filed for divorce. Another client of mine, Lola, had been married for six years and she felt she had a good marriage. It was only when she changed job and started working with a really dynamic group of people that really pushed her for her work and her career opportunities. And she started to realize her full potential with her career. It was only then that she started to notice how controlling her partner was and how jealous he got when she was working late. He also used to resent her hanging out with her work colleagues as well after work. And the fact that sometimes she worked weekends really began to cause problems in their marriage. With hindsight, Lola could see that this controlling behavior had been there before, but because she'd been around a lot and she was always happy to do whatever her husband wanted, she hadn't really noticed it. It had kind of snuck up on her until it was glaringly obvious. And actually, with the support of her new colleagues and her new financial freedom from her career opportunities that were lying ahead of her, she decided to step away from that marriage and start again. Now, for all of these clients, it wasn't an easy decision. And I think that you get a really tough rap if you end the relationship because people say, well, you made the decision. It was your choice. So sometimes it can be hard to acknowledge that you actually have the same negative emotions that you would have if you'd been dumped. Because especially with Gemma and Lola and Anne and Mags, you know, the situation got so bad that they felt they couldn't tolerate it. It wasn't that they hadn't loved their partners. It wasn't that they hadn't had many, many years of happiness together. It was that things hadn't worked out and they had all actually turned to unhealthy coping mechanisms. Lola had started to drink a lot in the evenings when she got home and she really noticed that that was having a negative impact on her moods and then also going back to work the next day. It was just that she had so much pressure when she got home from her husband. It was just one of the go-to mechanisms that she used to get her through. Having a glass or two of wine added up to being a bottle of wine pretty soon. And that was something she lent on to help her through those evenings when he would really get very angry with her. Gemma began to eat more. She put on a lot of weight. She found it very, very difficult to cope with the financial pressure. She'd never really had to worry about money in the past before. And so now she was thrown into this situation, unbeknownst to her, that had been going on for a long time, where her husband had really lost all their money in different ventures now she was terrified about the future. And that had meant she started eating and developed a very unhealthy, but understandable coping mechanism to help her get through those ups and downs. Mental health can also suffer. I mean, this is normal. Please know that if you can relate, if you're listening in right now and you can relate to any of these women who are my clients, you will know that the impact of being in an unhealthy or unhappy relationship has a massive impact on your mental health. It can make you stressed. It can make you worried. It can make you concerned about the future. Plus, there's a huge amount of guilt for actually leaving. Mag said that she felt she destroyed her husband's life by leaving. She said that he was absolutely devastated and that was so heartbreaking for her. Yet every time she turned for help for friends, they would say, well, it's your decision. It can't be that bad. 
Gemma said that her husband had even said that he couldn't go on without her. And she was really, really worried about him. And also when all these women and other clients that I've had have turned to their partners and said, look, I'm sorry, you know, I know this is tough. They've always had the, well, it's your choice. You made this decision. It's all your fault. So carrying that burden as well has meant that a lot of the times these women have suppressed those emotions, those normal emotions that they would feel like heartbreak and sadness. Of course, they're still upset. Yeah, Mags was telling me that she was upset. She hadn't got the fairy tale ending that she'd signed up for. You know, the vows had been broken for all these women that they'd made. They felt betrayed by their partners, even though they may have not gone out to maliciously do it on purpose. The intent wasn't there to go out and destroy the marriage from their partners. But for some reason or other, they'd gone off track. And the impact and the devastation on the relationship was felt by both of them. But because it was these ladies' decision to leave, they felt they couldn't grieve they entered the relationship. They felt almost ashamed. They felt that they were carrying that burden. Now, it's really unfair, right? Because they signed up the same way to the relationship as both partners. So the interesting point here is that it doesn't have to be an infidelity to feel betrayed by your ex. It doesn't. It could be their behaviors. Maybe they've made some poor decisions Maybe they've done things or acted in ways that have got progressively worse over the years. In all these stories, the women stuck by their partners for a very long time. They supported, they were there, they were caring, they were loving, they did their part. But in the end, it got too much. In the end, the pain of staying in that relationship outweighed the pleasure that they gained from it. It was so stressful. It was impacting their health. It was impacting their mental health, their physical health and their friendships, and their social life. So it got to the point where they just had to say, I'm out. The interesting thing here is that it doesn't matter how the relationship ends, whether it's your decision or or your partner's decision. It can still be painful for both parties. There's still heartbreak. There's still sadness. There's still feelings of betrayal, even if you're the one that's made the decision to leave. Even if there was no infidelity, behaviors can betray you right? Actions can betray you, that trust that you had in your partner. You know, for Gemma, she had no idea they were experiencing really huge debts and financial struggles. She had no idea at all. She was carrying on as if everything was fine. Her husband was living a double life. Now, I understand there's two sides to every story. I know there is. And I know that she felt heartbroken over the fact that he felt he just wanted to protect her from it. But in Gemma's mind, when she discovered this, that had been going on for so long, that there were so many other people that knew about it, and she was the one that didn't, it was something she couldn't get over. Because trust, I mean, for anyone, is a really important part of a relationship. And Gemma felt that once that was gone, she couldn't rebuild it. So you can feel betrayed, even if you make the decision to leave. You can feel hurt. You can feel anger at your partner. You can feel frustration. And also, you can feel jealousy when they move on, even though it was your choice to leave. It can be hard to watch your ex move on, even if you know it wasn't right for you, even if you know the relationship wasn't going to work out for you and you're better off out. To see them moving on with someone else can also be painful. Quite often gets overlooked, right? We think about the people who've been cheated on or their partners have been incredibly cruel to them on purpose, maliciously, and obviously our heart breaks for them. 
But there's a whole other side to breakups, which I guess is a side that's not really discussed. There's not that much help out there for them, which is why I wanted to do this episode. I know there have been lots of people reaching out to me in this situation, so I really wanted to address it. What can you do if this is the situation you find yourself in? Well, first of all, we've got to get you moving forward, okay? You made the decision. You stepped up. You know, you should be really proud of yourself that you aren't settling for second best anymore, that you've decided to take responsibility for your life. Because ultimately, as human beings, we are ultimately the only person responsible for our lives. We can't put that responsibility on somebody else to look after us or do the right thing for us if it's not serving them. We are the only person that has full responsibility for our own lives. So Gemma, for example, she felt so guilty because her husband was so dependent on her So what she decided to do was to put together a support team for him. She knew he would never do it. He was devastated by the breakup. He was ashamed of what he'd done. He felt terrible. He completely understood why she was leaving, but his heart was broken, just as hers was. My advice to Gemma was, look, you can leave on good terms. You don't have to end all guns are blazing, argument aggressive. You've done this to me. You spent all the money. I'm so angry. That's it. I'm storming out. If you are suffering from guilt, if you do feel bad that you've made the decision to go, then I would suggest you do your best to end the relationship as amicably and respectfully as you can. Now, for some of you, I know that's going to be easier than others. For Gemma, her husband, as I said, was heartbroken and they were still amicable. He understood why she was leaving, but he was broken. She knew he would never have the strength to set up a team around him to help him. So she took the initiative and she did that. She contacted his brother. His brother is good with finances. So she told him what had happened and asked him to help him restructure his financial situation. She also told him that he threatened that he couldn't go on without her so that his brother could actually step up and help him with some of those things. Also, an interesting one, I really love this idea we came up with in a coaching session. Also, Gemma was worried that her husband really hadn't done much cooking. He was working late most nights, so she would do most of the cooking. He wasn't really very good at cooking. It wasn't something he enjoyed. And that was part of how their dynamic worked. And Gemma was happy with that. But she was worried about what he'd be eating when she wasn't there to cook for him. So we came up with an idea in a coaching session that was she would set up an Ocado delivery for him so that he would get a couple of meals a week that she knew he would enjoy. He was happy with that. She set it up and just put it as a regular delivery. She also, bless her heart, left instructions on the fridge for what to do with the different meals when they arrived. Even though the instructions were on the packet, she went the extra further mile. She thought it would be nice and show extra caring. And she is generally worried about how he's going to cope. She also contacted his best friend and explained to him what was happening because her ex hadn't really reached out to anybody. He was just so ashamed of himself. She didn't give all the details. She just said that she was leaving and would he mind stepping up a little bit, contacting him and trying to cheer him up, take him to the pub, you know, just thinking about him and maybe reaching out a bit more often than he normally would. And of course, as his best friend, he was totally up for it and actually came around straight away to see him. So as you can see, there are ways that you can set up a support team for your ex whether male or female, obviously people that leave can be male or female, okay? But if you are feeling guilty, then 
try and think about different ways that you could support your ex. Now, if it's very hostile and very difficult, you might have to go behind the scenes. There might be things you can do that they're not necessarily going to know came from you. Or in some cases, you're just not going to be able to help them. But hopefully, most of you listening right now, if you are in this situation, will be able to think creatively of something you could do just to make it a little bit easier for them. Because what that will do is dial down your guilt, your feelings of guilt and anxiety about it, because you'll know that some of the things that they were dependent on you for, they've now got a support system for. And if they can get used to depending on other people rather than you, that's going to make it a lot easier for them and ultimately make it a better split for you too. Now, Jane left her partner. She made the decision, but also she moved on very quickly. She didn't have an affair. She didn't meet anyone while she was with her ex, but she was really ready to start dating because she'd been checked out of the relationship for such a long time. And it had taken her a long time to pluck up the courage to leave. Obviously, it wasn't an easy decision. But when she did get out, she signed up on the online dating apps and got herself back out there pretty quick. Now, she hadn't expected to meet Mr. Wright, but (laughs) she happened to meet him pretty quick. And again, that triggered more feelings of guilt. Now, of course, she didn't rub it in her ex's face. She didn't make a big deal of it, but she felt guilty. Now, (laughs) the interesting thing here is, again, it comes back to taking responsibility for your own lives. Sometimes putting yourself first can feel extremely selfish. However, think about it this way. Flip it and think about it this way. If you stay in a relationship that you are not happy with, okay, that you do not love your partner in the same way they love you back, then you are not being kind to them because they will never understand what it's like to be in a truly loving relationship. They'll never be able to find a relationship that they truly deserve, where someone loves them equally. If you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't love you back in the same way, then I don't know if you've been there, but I certainly have. And it hurts. You feel rejected. It might not be huge. You might be able to tolerate it. You might be used to it, but it doesn't light you up. It doesn't complete you. It doesn't make you truly happy. So in some ways, by staying with them is selfish and actually freeing them to go out there and meet somebody else. Yes, it's going to be painful for them at first. Yes, of course, they're going to have to make adjustments, but so are you. And ultimately, you went into it with the best intentions. You made your vows if you got married. You both committed to making things work. Somewhere along the line, it fizzled out. Now, in the UK, 42% of marriages end in divorce. In the States, it's over 50%. Now, all around the world, there's different divorce rates, but they're all pretty high, you know? And these days, I think divorce is becoming much more widely accepted. If your relationship isn't working, then you only live once. Okay, that doesn't mean to rush into it, make rash decisions, think the grass is greener. No. And you'll have seen and heard in my other episodes how you can try and improve your relationship by talking and communicating better and thinking about ways to be kinder to each other. But if you've tried that, you can walk away with no regrets and know that ultimately you had a great time. Remember those magic moments. Keep those special moments and remember them fondly. But know that actually now it's time to move on, to let go. Be kind, be respectful. Do as much as you can to help your ex to get through that. That doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come from you, though. As I've said before, putting in support systems with other people is key here so that your ex gets used to being dependent on other people. 
and builds their self-reliance with other people. That's really important. Don't lock yourself in or make promises to go around every week to check on them because that's going to keep them stuck. However difficult it might be, however guilty you might be feeling, remember to flip it and realize that by staying in their lives, you're also denying them the chance to meet someone who truly loves them and have that relationship. So if it was you that made the decision to leave, if it was you who wanted to get out, who ended the relationship, who took that deep breath and had that conversation that I'm sure, and I know from my clients, was put off many, many times, now you've done it. Now you've stepped up. Now you've taken control back of your own life. Now that you've done it, now that you've made the decision to leave, you've had the conversation, you've stepped up, you've gone through that really challenging moment of telling your ex that you're off and they've got used to the idea and you're out. Now you've done it. Don't live in the past. Don't think about it. Don't reminisce about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk to other people about it because that's what's going to keep you stuck. That's what keeps you stuck in guilt and feeling bad. You know, you've made the decision. You're out. So now it's time to start painting that future that you're excited to live. All those things that you wanted in your life that you haven't been able to have for whatever reason, whether your relationship fizzled out or maybe your partner betrayed you on different levels, whatever it was, that's behind you. And this is the new phase of your life. Moving through that heartbreak and that difficulty forwards now is absolutely key. Shifting your focus, as we talk about in lots of my Heartbreak to Happiness episodes, to the future. Now it's time to think about what you want in your life, what you want more of, who you want to spend time with, what you want to do, where you want to go, who you want to become. Think about all the things that you used to romanticize about happening when you were married and you couldn't get out, when you're in the relationship and you had no freedom to do these things. Because now's your chance. Take back your control and start to get excited. Swap that guilt and sadness for excitement. That doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you're unkind. What it means is it's time now to let go and move forward. Because you've made the decision. We now need to make the most of it. The interesting thing that I hear from so many clients is that hindsight is a wonderful thing. And more often than not, both of you will look back on this breakup and see and realize and truly believe that it was absolutely the right thing to do, ultimately, for you both to find happiness. So let's crack on, step up, dig deep, and start dreaming big about what your future now holds with the freedom and the opportunities that lie ahead. I know it's not always easy to go through a breakup when it's you that's made the decision. But please know if you're listening and you have made that decision, like the four women who I've shared their stories with you have been through, know that this is a chance now to create a future you're truly excited about, to move on through those tough times and make the most of everything you've learned. It may have been tough, but you'll be stronger from it. You may have some emotional scars from what you've been through and the challenges. I know certainly that Mags was worried about that. However, those scars do not have to define you. Now is your chance to stand up and create a life you're excited to live. So dream big, get excited and move on forward because now is your chance to move on from that heartbreak into happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. 
that's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.